Good morning and welcome to another episode of the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. I'm your host, Ken Williams. And before we get started, I wanted to do a couple of quick items of housekeeping. First of all, I wanted to give a shout out and a thank you to Ryan Mercer, who gave us a five-star review and a rating. I guess it's a five-star rating and a review. He says, good content. I heard Ken talk at a mid-singles fireside three or four years ago. A few months later, I mentioned something about him to someone in my ward, and it turns out he worked for him and gave me a copy of the book that he happened to have on him. Fast forward to several months ago, and I heard Ken on another LDS podcast, and that he had a podcast in the works. Maybe a few months went by, and I happened to mention Ken for unrelated reasons to someone else, and had that, oh yeah, moment. Remembering the podcast, I've listened to every episode over the past two days, and it's definitely some good content. Thank you so much, Ryan, for your kind words. I love hearing how uh, the things that we talk about, the ideas that I just think are entertaining to have a conversation about may um, make a difference for you. So thank you so much for sharing. If you have ideas on things that we can uh, discuss, if you would like to discuss something, I would love to hear about that. Give me a uh, shout out or give me a uh, reach out to me at Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And that's bites, B-Y-T-E-S. Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And we'll see what we can set up. So that's one thing. Second of all, uh, we have had some conversations over the last three or so weeks about questions. And I love, love, love the topic of questions. I love coming up with good questions, deep questions, questions that make me think, questions that make other people think. Mostly I love questions that make other people think because then I don't have to do the thinking. I can just do the asking. But uh, one of the things that I would love to pursue, and we will in a future episode, is how do you come up with a good question that will turn what might be considered a bad lesson into a good lesson. How do you get somebody who is maybe teaching lecture style or something that's just not resonating with you, turn it into something that's going to be uh, a little bit more valuable? And I've got some ideas. And so we'll attack that um, if you have tactics or, or techniques, things that uh, you've tried that have been successful. Please let me know, and we can include those in our discussion. Ken at chocolatecakebites.com. So, that's all I've got for right now, but let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to discuss, understand, maybe even sometimes challenge Latter-day Saint culture. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, ideas, and thoughts that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests. Do not in any way reflect the official doctrines or stances of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening, and welcome to this week's conversation. I absolutely love one of the comments that Allison made as we were talking about how, I think it was in the name of her blog, her blog post, Something like, what if I've always been wrong? Or what if everything that I've believed about this is wrong? And I I think that's an interesting challenge. I think that's an interesting thing to consider. What if everything that I've thought about when it comes to whatever is wrong? Now, maybe that's a scary question to ask if you're thinking about a question, for example, about what if everything I believed about Joseph Smith or about the restoration of the church Maybe that's something you don't, you don't want to consider. And that's not exactly what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
maybe something specifically cultural. What about, uh, what if everything that I believed politically was wrong? What if everything I believed from a, a church culture standpoint, and I'll call it cultural doctrine. It's not doctrine. It's called, it's the doctrine that we, that we teach via the culture. What if everything I believed about that is wrong? And so that's something that sometimes I'll consider. So I just want to think about that. And there's a, there's a, an idea that I got from Kurt Frankham. He has the Leading Saints podcast, fantastic content, content, especially if you are in a uh, position of leadership in the church. And one of the things that he talked about was revelation. He references a scripture in Doctrine and Covenants 128, verse 9. And this is a section about how the uh, ordinances of baptisms for the dead are recorded. And, and when those are recorded on earth, if they're done in a true and faithful manner, then they are binding in heaven. And this idea of of something that happens on earth becoming binding in heaven is really interesting. And Kurt, in a couple of his episodes, I think, and maybe the newsletter, he talks about revelation from that standpoint. What if revelation is not a one direction type of thing? Uh, several years ago, I was in the bishopric in our ward. And there were many times that we would have a calling, scoutmaster or a young women's president. And okay, who is it in the ward? Who is the one person that the Lord wants to serve in this calling right now? And many times there was a name. And as we discussed and we pondered and we prayed, there was strong confirmation. Yes, that is the person. But there were many times, and probably uh, it's safe to say many more times, that that was not the experience. There were times that, for example, we would discuss a calling. What about the 16-year-old Sunday school teacher? Well, this person would be fantastic. Well, that person would be fantastic. And there wasn't a clear direction. And I think even, even more frustrating for some people is we would have maybe the primary president or a young woman's president come to the bishop and say, We've discussed as a presidency and want this person to serve in this calling. And there were times that the bishop would come back and say, no, nope. And it could be for a variety of reasons. There could be something that he knows about. Maybe they're moving. Maybe maybe there's something going on in their family. It's not a good fit, whatever. Maybe there's something else in the works. And that was always something interesting, interesting to me about how, why is it that the Relief Society president is getting an answer to her prayer that is conflicting with the answer to the bishop's prayer. Who's right and who's wrong? And why is it that that somebody's wrong when they're both trying to do the same thing or they're both trying to accomplish the, the work? And this idea that Kurt presents about revelation is interesting in that sense or in that context that what if there is not a person? I think a lot of times in those types of callings. I remember as a newly called stake Sunday school president, oh, okay, who is the person I should find across the stake who would be my first counselor? And then who's my second counselor? And what if that's the wrong way to to think about it? What if there's this idea that whatever is done, as it says, again, in Doctrine and Covenants 128, verse 9, it says, and I'll, I'll just read 
a little bit more of the actual scripture that says, whenever the Lord has given a dispensation of the priesthood to any man by actual revelation or any set of men, this power has always been given. Hence, whatsoever those men did in authority, could be a calling, could be a, um, oh, I don't know, it could be, in this case, baptisms for the dead, whatever they did in authority in the name of the Lord and did it truly and faithfully and kept a proper and faithful record of the same, it became law. So what if revelation works the other way? It's not just us trying to find the thing that God wants us to do or know. What if as we find our thing and we take that to the Lord, that he says, yes, gives it his stamp of approval. Yes, I agree. That thing you said, that's wonderful. And we can call that revelation. So taking that to another step, there's this idea that we sh- we have a purpose in life. God has a plan for us. And I think a lot of times in the past, I have thought I have to find that plan. I feel like I'm just kind of wandering and I'm not quite there yet. No, Am I in the right job? Here I am so many years post high school or post college, and I'm in this career or this job. And if I compare myself to my contemporaries, I'm not as far along as they are along the career path or along the income path or whatever. And where did I go wrong? And what if we're backwards? What if I'm backwards in that way of thinking? What if in this journey, instead of trying to find the marked path that my Father in Heaven has for me, what if the path that I'm on can become the path that he wants for me if I do what I'm supposed to do with it? So then the question is, what, do I, what am I supposed to do with it? So let me, let me, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but let's add maybe a little, a, a layer of context to this. I have hinted maybe in the earlier episodes of the podcast that the thing that I do that brings joy, it helps me feel the spirit, it helps me respond, it helps me answer uh, people's prayers, etc. is I make and share chocolate cake. I do this on a very regular basis, almost weekly, and many times I'm asking my kids, or at least I'm asking myself, who do I know who needs chocolate cake? I get a prompting, I get a name that comes to my mind, I go visit that person. It could be a short visit on the doorstep. Hey, thanks. It could be a longer visit uh, in the home where we have a a great uh, connection, great discussion. And it is very possible that the way that I've described that, because of the experience that I am having currently, that somebody could hear that and say, oh, he's found his purpose. He's found his life's mission. And, I, and it would also be very easy, I think, for somebody to see that or to, to hear that and think, oh, I wish I could find my purpose. So again, what if we're backwards? If I think back to my experience, as I tell, if you listen to the first couple episodes, as I talk about how this all came about, this was not something that happened uh, instantly. This is not something that came to me that I had a dream or a vision that I should start making chocolate cake and I should start sharing. This was a long evolution. This was a uh, a series of just wandering, 
I was doing something. I made cake and I had too much. And I thought, what am I going to do with it? Well, I can give it to the neighbors. And it evolved over time into what I have, what I'm doing now. And it will continue to, to evolve. So this idea of wandering and finding meaning or finding purpose in our wandering is an interesting way. If we kind of overlay that on the, this concept of revelation being a two way uh, interaction with our father in heaven. What if whatever I decide to do becomes my path? What if whatever I decide to do, whatever job I decide to take, whatever calling I'm I'm asked to serve in, whatever location I decide to live in, what if that becomes God's plan for me? because of how I decide to interact in that. I decide to find ways to serve within that calling. Um, I don't remember if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but a, a year and a half or so ago, right before the pandemic, my youngest son and I, uh, Edison, and I went to Europe for a couple of weeks. We spent several days in Paris, uh, several days in Italy, several days in Lisbon. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. And I remember one specific conversation that I had with a very frustrated 13-year-old boy because we weren't making any progress towards anything. We're just walking down the streets of Paris. And I was enjoying the culture. I was enjoying the sights. And he asked, Dad, where are we going? And I said, I am just wandering. I just really wanted to experience Paris. I wanted to have a new, different interaction with a culture that I'd never been in before. And I'd not thought about that. What if that's our life? Is we're just wandering. We're just taking whatever comes, whatever it is. It could be something that we decide is a great blessing for us. It could be something that maybe is a challenge what if we just take that and that is our path and then we decide to make meaning as I'm wandering through the, the streets of Paris, then I see something that is interesting to me and then I can go interact with a shopkeeper or I can go check out uh, the, the foods that we don't have in the States. And then that could give me meaning. What if that is maybe a way that I can think more about how I should approach or how I should consider God's plan for me. There was a, uh, a, a leadership um, a session, I don't know what else to call it, a, a conference that I was involved in several years ago, where we talked about the backwards nature of, of how we tend to think about things. We tend to think that I need to do certain things so that I can have certain things so that I can then be. So for example, maybe it's have. I need to have, for example, a lot of money so that I can do the things I want to do like travel so that I can be happy. Or I need to have a great testimony so that I can go serve a mission so that I can be righteous. And in this, uh, this, this leadership presentation, the presenters suggested, what if that's backwards? What if 
you start with the be. Instead of have, do, be, what if you be? Then you do based on what you're being. So therefore you can have. What if I decide instead of uh, what do I need to have or what do I need to do so that I can be following God's plan for me? What if I need, what if I change that? How do I need to be to follow God's plan? How do I need, how do I need to be different? How do I need to, what do I need to become that he wants me to become? So start with the be. How would I be if I were the kind of ministering brother that I think Heavenly Father wants me to be? And with that, once we decide that that's what we're going to be, then the doing is going to come along. If I want to be the kind of ministering brother that is responsive to the promptings of the Spirit, when I get a prompting from the Spirit, then I'm going to do what that kind of ministering brother would do. I, I may shoot the uh, my ministering family a text message or bring them by a chocolate cake or whatever it is. And then ultimately we have, we have the, uh, the experiences that we want. We have the the kind of of faith that we want to have. So I don't know how much this rambling is going to make any sense. And there, I'm sure there are things that I have uh, not thought about, or maybe that I have thought about that I haven't really explained well. But um, I just wanted to throw that out. What if? What if the way we think about things is backwards from the way that it really is? What if? the revelation is us telling God, here's my plan. Here's how I'm going to be. And then he stamps that. Yes, yes, that will draw you closer to where I want you to be. One of the thoughts kind of... uh, a parallel to this is the idea, and I've and I've heard, and I've certainly had this experience. What if uh, there's a a new job? Should I consider taking that job? Or what if there's a a transfer that I might want to look at? And I think a lot of times the way we pray to get answers is, and and to be clear, I'm talking about me. I think there are a lot of times that I pray asking Heavenly Father, "Is this the job I should take, or is this the?" path that I should pursue or is this the city that I should that I should move to and I don't know that the answers are necessarily that simple I don't I think a lot of times and we'll have more conversations about this I think in the future about the doing versus uh, becoming I think we spend a lot of times and again I'm saying we and what I really mean is me I think I spend a lot of time focusing on behavior, focusing on on the things that I should do or the things that I could do or the things that I want to do or the things that I shouldn't do rather than the becoming. So I don't know that it's about, should I move to this city or should I take this job? Maybe it's more about, is this city going to help me move closer to where my father in heaven wants wants me to be? Is this job going to give me the opportunities to be who I can be. And maybe that's going to give us, maybe that's going to give me the answers that I'm looking for. Maybe that's an easier prayer to answer. Um, 
There's I, there's some some uh, there's scriptures. One of my dad's favorites: "Counsel with the Lord and all thy doings, and He will direct thee for good." And that is Alma thirty seven thirty seven. I had this drilled into my head over and over and over as I was growing up. And I think a lot of times we take scriptures like that and we interpret that as ask the Lord what you should do before you do anything. And frankly, there are a lot of things I just don't know that he cares. I don't know that it's important to him. Do I work for this boss or that boss? Do I live in this city or that city? And maybe there are times, just like with those callings, that we knew this person was supposed to be in this calling. And maybe there are times that, yes, you need to be in this job, or you need to be in this city, or you need to be with this person because there's a specific purpose that uh, that is in store. But what if that's not always the case? What if there are times that we can just take whatever happens and become who we're supposed to become in that experience and then move to the next step? I don't know. I don't know if this makes any sense. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have other ideas. Let me know if you think I'm totally off base. I don't think I am. But Allison and CJ would probably disagree. And that's okay. In the meantime, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Chocolate Cake Bites. Please like, share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating and review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas. And you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider... Who do you know who needs chocolate cake?